Hi, I'm Rachel, one of the hosts of the Strange and Beautiful Network. On our network, we specialize in unscripted podcasts like Feast, Sheath, and Shatter, a book chat podcast that feels like hanging out with your best girlfriends and a good, or not so good, book. Come in 81 Kilo, the only currently in production podcast about Forever Night, the 1990s vampire cop show that started it all. And Strange and Beautiful Book Club, our first podcast featuring books and movies in the sci-fi, fantasy, and horror genres that you've probably never heard of but shouldn't miss. Join us today anywhere podcasts are streamed. FIV? No, the HIV for cats. Mm -hmm. So if he scratches another cat, he could potentially infect it. When he's out on the streets, he rumbles. Got to cut his paws off so he doesn't scratch any other animals. Let him stump around. Well, I'm Jason. And I'm Jules. And we We do in filmographies. Should I bust out the synopses for old laser mission? Let's do it. Laser mission. Secret agent, independent contractor, Michael Gold. Brandon Lee is hired to offer asylum in America to German laser scientist Professor Braun Ernest Borgnine, who is currently working in South Africa, but I don't think for the South Africans. Before Gold can get Braun out, both men are kidnapped by the Germans. I think. Once he escapes and returns to his American handler, Gold is offered a chance to make a bunch of dollars if he can rescue Braun. But Gold says he'll do it for freedom and to honor his word, which is his bond. Using the only known connection to Braun, his daughter Alyssa, Debbie A. Monahan, Gold must make the best out of a less than desirable situation as he learns Alyssa is perhaps more than meets the eye, so it's off to traipse around the South African desert for an eternity, with Alyssa in heels no less, while no doubt underpaid and probably underqualified stuntmen do some pretty gnarly stunts. At least Brandon Lee is charming as fuck. Jules thinks Debbie Monahan is a surprising highlight. Can I can I share something that occurred to me today? Hmm. I think Brandon Lee is probably a little bit of a dick. Did you? Yes. I think he's a cocky dick. I, I well, I I had seen a something about how he had been expelled, I believe, from two high schools growing up. Sure. One for uh, it seems like there was an altercation with an assistant principal. Oh, really? He's fighting the fucking assistant principal. Apparently, and then he kind of goes and finds himself, and then does like a GED, gets his diploma, and then kind of starts doing Hollywood stuff. But he always was like, "I don't want to be the son of Bruce Lee." He always had that chip on his shoulder. I feel like his refusal to do the sweet ass karate moves and hearing about him not wearing a helmet and racing around on his motorcycle, right? Mm Hmm. I don't know. There's just also something about his delivery. There seems like there's a there's a cocky vibe to him. Oh, he's super cocky. This movie fucking rules. To some extent, yeah, it this does. This movie fucking rules. I think his cockiness fits him well here because he. I feel like he nails everything in this movie. And he is so lithe. Yeah, he's super charming. God, he's got those cheekbones. I know you know him. Yeah. You look at him and you think, this guy's got Billy on the ropes with them cheekbones. Dude, I thought he was just wildly handsome. But in then this. his jaw just fucking cuts a swath, man. As soon as he showed up with those glasses on, I was like, this dude is incredibly good looking. Yeah. And like all the stupid comedy in this, he's so committed to it. Mm-hmm. it. He's so fluid. He slides into it perfectly. This movie's dumb. Yeah. But it's kind of great. Yeah. And he's, I think this is probably his best movie, if not his second best movie. I mean, I love The Crow. But okay. Okay. I don't know. We haven't seen the good movies. We've just been sitting in the shit pile. That's true. So far, this is the first movie that utilizes him in a really appropriate way. 
Mm-hmm. He isn't brooding. He's charming. He, yeah. he can do all the stuff. Yeah, he lights it up. Now, this movie, as I understand it, originally was considered... Uh, they wanted David Hasselhoff for the role of Michael Gold. Really? This is going to be a Hasselhoff project. Okay. I guess he could have done it. And so... We wouldn't have watched it. Whatever he ended up doing. Maybe that Nick Fury movie. No, that wasn't. That was probably like 1990, 1991. Yeah, maybe. That wasn't an 80s thing. 1998. Regardless of that, you can tell then that the movie was probably downgraded a little bit more. Yeah, probably already was, which is why it's filmed in South South Africa, and it's just like it's like Mad Max in in the outback, as far as like did they just drive over that guy's arm, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that poor stunt man. Okay. Yep. Oh, yep. Yep. Jack and Daniels, Tennessee Honey. We doing Jack Daniels. Hey. The honey's smoother than really taste it. The two gingers last week. Uh, so I, I had seen some side comment about how this movie, whoever owned it, lost the rights to it. Hmm. So it just kind of became like something you'd get in like one of those um, gas station five movies on a disc. No shit. For I wonder, a dollar kind of thing. How do you lose your rights to things? You don't renew it or something? I don't. Yeah, probably the whatever production company owned the rights to it. Your copyright lapsed. That's, yeah. You know. This movie has, <laughs> throughout the years... Seven taglines. Oh, I'm thrilled to hear them. Of which I'm going to now go through all of them. Great. Number one, a secret agent, a beautiful accomplice, a daring mission to prevent World War III, one thrilling adventure. Number two, a race for world power. Who will succeed, CIA or KGB? Three, World War III, can he stop it in time? Four, the future of the world rests with just one man. Five, his assignment. Find the world's most dangerous laser weapon or take the heat. Her assignment, turn up the heat. What? (laughs) uh, Six, a deadly new weapon leads to explosive action in the African desert. Seven, a three-way power struggle with one control switch. I'm confused. Was there an actual laser? I was just going to ask you. I don't think we ever see an actual laser in the movie, right? Or anything? It's just referred to, and the diamond Mm -hmm. is what powers it, right? Yes. That's that's what you, I assume, send the light through to create? Right. It's mostly about, like, mining. Yeah. (laughs) Diamond mining, (laughs) right? Diamond mining, yeah. And, like, I guess now that I think about it, they were KGB, but I thought maybe they were, there were some Germans involved, or was... Well, there was German accents. I don't know. Because Ernest Borgnine was German. As evidenced by how many times he kept saying Lipschin at the end towards his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> but then the- Why do you put up quotes as though that's not his daughter? Is that... I don't know. She seemed like, I don't know, some penthouse playmate they just brought in. I like how after like men are murdered in front of them, she's still smiling as though nothing has happened. Yeah. At the very end. <laughs> it's like, yeah. wait, they just killed some people in front of you. Yeah. It's like all the movies. Oh, no. There's, oh, there's, they're, they're murdering more. Those those uh those taglines are bad. God damn. They're not awful like for no. a nondescript action movie. I mean, so like I said, like the fact that it lost apparently lost its rights, I, I don't know, but yeah. if that means that it just kind of falls into the public domain. Can we have it? Maybe. Is it ours now? I mean, hey. All right. I'm going on a laser mission. That's probably why there's so many of these yeah. just like we're doing a new box. Jerry, what is this? I don't know, KGBs. All right, put it on the box. She's sexy. All right, put it on, you know. 
I didn't get a, a, um, a, a, a any sort of an idea of how much money this movie made. I imagine oh, not much. Yeah, it seems like it would just be right to the video. But the the budget was purportedly estimated at two point three million dollars. Okay, and it was filmed in South Africa. It was directed by B. J. Davis, who did Drop Dead Fred, the stunt. He was a stuntman. Oh my God! I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, he did everything. He's done his stunts. Okay. Except for this movie, which was written by Philip Gutteridge and David A. Frank, who only wrote this movie. The direction is not bad in this movie at all. No, there's some, they could have trimmed some of it. Some of the hoofing, they're just walking in desert. But compared to another movie we've watched recently, which I will not name, (laughs) in which everything is a little bit wrong, this movie 100% feels like a film. It's a competent fake James Bond, which, you know, there really aren't too many notable ones out there. But comedic. James Bond yeah. usually isn't fits dry humor, maybe. Yeah. I don't I don't watch that shit. Uh, it is. It's sort of like dry, dark humor. You know, like a guy dies and he's like, oh, watch out. Nice. You know? <laughs> Classic line. Right yeah, there. that's the watch out line. So it starts off. Brandon Lee's looking like a real poindexter at the beginning of this film. Uh. He's got glasses on. He looks great. Like a like a nerd. And he is tasked with locating Ernest Borgnine, which he's right there on a bench. Yeah. And basically getting him to come to America to find love. I want to stop dreaming about fire from heaven and melting men. Lasers. I keep all the plans in my head. I just like uh, the laser. <laughs> and so they're ambushed and they're shot with darts. Yep. And they pass out. Now, is that, do we see the German already, like, at the airport when Brandon Lee came in? Was he in the customs area? I don't remember. Okay. That was a Russian. And maybe he's not German. Maybe he's Russian with the KGBs. Why would he have that accent, though? Why? why, That's what I wanted to ask you. Why did the lady and guy, were they South African? I mean, I'm sorry, South American? Yeah, I think they'd have to be. Like, they're Bolivian, but they're in the South African army? Or is there a consulate? I don't I don't know. Seven six three six three four one eight nine seven. There must be a team there. I get there obviously she seemed to be of some sort of um uh, Latin descent. Uh, he very much was not. It's like uh from the Bronx? There's two brown faces. Two actors doing brown face and three brown face characters in here. Brandon Lee does brown face once. Twice. Twice? He does brown face when he's the beggar. And he's got a little brown bronze on when he's doing the general role. Oh, really? When he parachutes in. Man, when he puts that mustache on, I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's kind of gross, but yeah, let's do it. Yeah, that's it. So he's, they're ambushed. He wakes up in like a jail, and they're like, you're going to die, Michael Gold. Look out this window. Oh, I just saw head chopping up close. Yeah, we got a guillotine. it's far away. Yeah. That was a weird shot. Very weird. They're like, yeah, we're just, we tried you while you were passed out. And you're guilty, so we're going to kill you in the morning. So the shot is he, they imply he's going to be killed. He glances towards the window, and there's a guillotine clearly very far away, <laughs> but they cut to a shot of a close-up of it coming down and cutting the melon in half. Yeah, like it's like a grocery aisle away. Like he's, Yeah, like he's got uh, super eyes. Uh-huh. Sleep on aisle, my pants. So what happens? He tricks a guy into coming into a cell or a guy comes into a cell and then he knocks him out and takes the keys he throws that guy into another guy who grabs him doesn't 
free anybody else, like a jerk, and starts making his way out. He's shooting everybody, you know. Yeah, it's like, he's real good at shooting. A lot of just left-to-right spraying, <laughs> indiscriminately. Yeah. Guys are just getting shredded. He's doing fine. Uh-huh. And, it, and this action sequence culminates with him actually guillotine a guy. Yeah, they don't show it on camera. They don't, but, but it's, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was like, whoa, that's great. This uh-huh. movie's going hard. Very. Seems like he would get shot no problem. What with his uh, standing still a lot of the time and yeah, firing at times. people. Yeah. It's like, I think you got to keep moving and get behind things, man. Nope. And even if it is a second world country, let's say, I mean, it's still the military, you know? All they do is spend their time shooting stuff. Yeah, it's true. So Training. the likelihood that they're just going to be like stormtroopers who are just unable to fire a weapon, it's... A lot of these militaries around the world are super hardcore. People yes. are very good at what they do. So he gets back to... The CIA, a guy with a mustache, kind of seems like he should be like a German boxer in a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Mm-hmm. And another guy. Hey, God damn it, Gold, you fucked it up. No, you didn't tell me who he was or why he was so important. You people blew this operation from the start. Well, we're going to give you some money. Uh, go free this guy. Are you insane? That's a suicide mission. And they're like, no. It's a laser mission. Uh, do they say that? No, they don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, the only lead we can point you towards is his daughter, who, for the sake of this movie, because we had access to a zoo, she's a zoologist. Yeah, I was like a little concerned when she was by those wild animals. Isn't she like by gators and she stuff? She taps the gator on her on its like tail as it crosses her path. Like, oh, Tony, go, you know. I think that if you keep them well fed, they don't attack you, but still. I suppose, yeah, but I think it's just walking around, man. Like baby lions, sure. Yeah. You might get a little scraped up. They're uh-huh. not going to kill you. A fucking gator? There was just a guy in Florida who opened up his door and there was a gator in his yard and it bit him. To death? No, oh. he didn't die. But it got, you know, bit. Rake them with his teeth? Okay. I don't know what it was, but it's Florida, man. Yeah. So, you know, he goes to find her. She's good looking. I don't know her, but she seems familiar. Yeah, she's got that vibe to her. She does. She kind of reminds me a little bit of Biddy Shram. Sure. Just in her, her attitude and her presence. Yeah, she's charming. She's weirdly charming. It, it she's It's one of those things like, yes, yeah, she is good looking, and there is a decent amount of cleavage sure is. in this film. This is, they're really selling it hard. And they it, But she isn't just another pretty face. Right. You know, she's man, she's got depth to her and she quickly started to ingratiate herself, her performance in my heart. Okay. So, you know, he meets a, he goes undercover. It's like a what? Well, doesn't he a beggar it, from Aladdin? Um, um Isn't his first move to do the the drop-in is the general. Isn't that his first disguise? What do you just see? Who fell out of the tree? Wrong. What do you just see? Nada, El Capitan. Correct. Yes, he does drop in to the country. That's just so I he guess? can get into the country? I guess. And he storms past the two knuckleheads? Because he takes a jeep and they're like... Whose Who's jeep, jeep is, is that? This? With the- Whose jeep is that? Nobody, sir. There's no jeep. That's the right answer, hmm? You have potential, Manuel. He's very forceful. Mm-hmm. He's great. You know, it's an unfortunate portrayal, but it's a good performance. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. He may not be Bond material. You get your clothes on, now buy you an ice cream. No. But, fuck, if he isn't doing... Another another 10 years from this moment, he might have really been turning in some actually great performances. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say where he would have went, you know? Because you know he would have toiled in action for a bit, but The Crow was kind of a... a slight departure um and there was a little bit more uh 
dramatic. When was the last time you saw the crow? Well, it was not that long ago, but no. You I, always say that. So he goes to meet her. He's like doing like a real weird surf character. Just like, mm, madam, you know. Oh, S-E-R-F. Yeah. Okay. I was like, what? Not a surf ninja. We're not Hank Pennon. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Oh, madam, hey, it's me. Don't freak out. Michael Brown. That's your surf. Your photographs don't do you justice. Are those people still around? I mean, I guess maybe in big know. cities where there's a lot of people, but isn't she like in the zoo? Well, where is she I, at this point? I'm assuming this is all South Africa, even oh, yeah. though there's a lot of South Americans. Yeah. And the character he appears to be doing is like Arabian or something. Maybe this isn't set. Maybe it's filmed in South Africa, yeah. but it's supposed to be set like- somewhere else. I don't think we. Uh, yeah, I guess they don't ever specify. He went to you know Gibraltar or whatever. So she's like, yeah, all right, well, let's go have dinner. I guess. And they meet at the restaurant. And this is when we first see them in the clothes that they're going to be wearing throughout the majority of the rest of the movie. Even though there's an opportunity later to change, she doesn't. Mm -hmm. uh, so they meet for dinner and there's a little repartee. Uh, she's not into him. She insinuates that he thinks she will be. When I want to flirt, I'll tell you. <laughs> All right. God, there's a couple of lines in here. He calls her a bitch. Yeah. Oh, such a gentleman. Such a Bitch. Right? Like, I should slap her, right? He looks at the camera. <laughs> I never put price tags on women. It's much more fun taking them off. Some things come off very easily. Such as? Such as? Your head, if you don't stick to business. So they go somewhere to meet a colleague, but he's dead. Dying? Dying, yes. And then he just throws him on the, he rolls him over. And he goes something like, uh, here's a clue that'll make sense later. Professor, please, where's my father? Lord. Skeleton. Look for. Brawn. Why the clue? <laughs> I don't know. And they're like, okay, let's get out of here, I guess. And head somewhere in the desert i believe and eventually end up in a volkswagen van i don't remember when did <laughs> they meet that guy in the desert that disappears by the next morning later what's up with that guy after their van blows up yeah okay all right. i don't know i'm getting too far ahead okay so they somehow i think they're like we gotta i think we know where he is and we got to go to your dad. And in the course of initially doing that, they end up stealing a Volkswagen van that has a bunch of guns and stuff in it. How <laughs> lucky. <laughs> and there, there's a chase. The South American soldiers are bringing up the rear. Uh -huh. And the KGB or Germans are in hot pursuit. And I think there's a couple of henchmen vehicles in between them. So Brandon Lee, she's driving. He goes, you drive. She goes, which I don't understand because she's an exceptional driver. But she's a woman. Very true. And Brendan Lee is just hanging out the door, shooting wildly. He's using his uh, balancing skills. Yeah. He's, and he's shooting the fuck out of stuff. And there's just civilians fucking running everywhere, like extras or whatever. And they're driving through buildings. And it very much seems like they were just like stunt guys. Just go. It makes sense. That's the scary part. And not only that, but when they show Alyssa reacting 
and turning hard and such, they line it up fairly well with the action on the movie. I was going to make a, a note of um, highlighting the person who was involved in continuity, and I failed to do that. Oh. But whoever it was, she did a very good job. Maybe Jenny Weenand. I bet you put their name in right there. The scene goes on for quite a while. Yeah. You know, like I said, they're driving through buildings, they're blowing up cars. At one point, the South American dude and lady end up in the water, and Brandon and Alyssa get away and drive into the desert. And the the two South Americans, when they come out of the water, Mm -hmm. the knucklehead one suddenly realizes his partner is a woman. Sergeant? You are no sergeant. You are a woman. I have always been a woman. Yeah, because she's got a wet shirt now. Yeah. A tank top. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're not doing the horny talk anymore. No, no. We're all done. I skipped it. We're nice. I skipped it. We're nice people. Old people listen to this show. We're old. You're old. We're not going to say anything nasty. Yeah. Sex is gross. Yes. You know? It has its place, and Mm -hmm. that place is making children. Exactly. (laughs) He gets it. Yep. But but they do a lascivious act of showing off her breasts. Or maybe it is a fun thing, but it's a private thing. It is. And it is not to be discussed. He's not her husband. Correct. So he should not be in this position. And we are not married to any of them, and it's a private thing, so we have no business talking about it. Right. Now, here's my question. Uh, Sit on my face? Not a question, but I'll allow it. Yes. Ah. Uh, Was she pretending to be a man? I don't think so. I think it was (laughs) like the hair. She didn't. She just looked, yeah, like a military lady. Yeah. There was no indication that she was like pretending to be a man. Not at all. So when he sees her rock hard nipples. I knew she was a woman. I did too. (laughs) Not even a question about it in my head. Not even a question. In fact, when I saw this scene, I'm like, whoa, what is going on here? Why are they doing this? You know? And then he's uh, stepping into caretaker mode. Yeah, They're you, no longer equals and soldiers. He has to protect her. You shouldn't be doing this. Mm-hmm. And later that comes up with a grenade gag that really fails to deliver. Man, you know what a good grenade move is? Mm-mm. I was just watching X-Men 2. Oh. And Magneto, all the soldiers are in like one area of the yeah. building. And Magneto pulls all the pins and they're mm, trapped in a room nice. and they just all explode. Magneto's the best part of every X-Men movie. Man pretty good yeah so they get they, they got to go through a outpost town of some sort in the middle of the desert she goes we're never going to make it through there he goes yeah we are <laughs> <laughs> and she goes well shouldn't we wait <laughs> should we wait till dark we don't no, have time we don't got time we gotta get there's no time we need borg nine yeah you just drive fast and i shoot and kill everybody yeah and he does um except the German KGB officer just go with it. Shoots a rocket launcher at them and blows up the van. Yeah, but we see split how, second later they're already five hundred feet away. How did they 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 jumped out already or what? I don't know. No, we don't know. They go over like a rugged terrain and then it's still driving and it's just boom. And then all of a sudden they're running out of trees and it blows up in the back. So they're magicians, maybe. Now they're just walking. Mm-hmm. They're like, now nah, you see me. Now you don't. So, do we assume that the KGB thinks they're dead now? I would. That's why nobody goes to go hunt them down now that they're on foot and easy to kill? Well, no, because they do do that. He brings in other guys. Okay. And there'd be no bodies in the car. It'd be pretty evident that they weren't in there. Not cer- not not sure. Doesn't make sense. It also doesn't make sense because the whole time they're driving, there's like a piece of fabric attached to the front of the car that they, like they drove through a stand and it caught like a scarf or something. And it's just there the whole time. Even when they're not, she, she falls asleep while they're driving because they're safe, and it's still there. That's very distracting. 
please. Is this when it seems like maybe they're going to pull over and bone down at one point? Yeah. He gives her, her his leather ja- suit jacket. He doesn't have a leather jacket. Should be leather. Yeah. It's not, though. With tassels. And a rising sun on the back. And she's cozying up. And yeah, it kind of seems like they're in love now. Yeah. They just haven't requited. It's unrequited. I remember thinking, they haven't uh, quieted it. guys, don't pull over and hump because that'd be like really easy to get you. Yeah. I wish they wouldn't have humped at all in this movie. I feel like it really. Why? Because you want her? <laughs> yes. But also now she's dirty. So I. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Use the goods, man. Get out of here, whore. You know, you know, I can't marry her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But just, I, I don't know, it kind of feels unnecessary because, well, we'll get to it, but... So they're on foot, and they're just walking through the desert. Yeah. And... This is when they meet my friend? Yeah, there's a brief moment where her shoes are clearly broken, uh-huh. flinging around her ankles, and then the next scene, they're not. And they run into this camel store guy. He's got, like, a tent and camels. The, uh, the tent is the store? You come by and yeah. get a camel? <laughs> and they're like, hey, mister... He's got his gun. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, we're fine. Don't we coming from prom? Cause he's wearing like sort of a tuxedo and she's got on a dinner dress still. And he goes, I know who you are. You wanted dead or alive. How did word get around so fast? They didn't have the internet back then. And he's some fucking look. <laughs> yeah, I guess pigeons are dropping paper. What? Pigeons are like dropping paper. Maybe that. Yeah. yeah oh, for a, to get the word out. <laughs> to want it. Poster. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but he knows who they are. Yeah, but he's not going to turn them in primarily because he doesn't have a phone. Just rest for now. We'll, we'll talk in the morning. I, I don't know why I speak like this. I'm really just a guy. Me, Larry. <laughs> I think they had probably had satellite radios back then, right? Where you could communicate. I'm sure there were sat radios, but I don't know if this guy necessarily would. No, why would he? He's a fucking Unless camel he's herder. Like a weird mercenary, but. Well, we never find out what he is. He's just gone the next morning? Did he rat yeah, that, him out? What's the fucking deal? Um, what, is the, what is this um, character? At some point around here, we do see the KGB guy brings in a guy who looks like Flea. He's like, you can keep the girl, which seems to suggest nefarious underpinnings. I just want Michael Gold, you know, dead primarily, I think. Editor's note. As of yet, there still have been zero lasers. So there's like now... Two teams of guys or something going after them. So after the camel guy is gone and they wake up, he was nice enough to leave the tent. That's true. What the fuck is going on? He's like, you live here now. (laughs) You would not leave the tent. You camel store. Maybe he's off doing camel. Maybe he's looking around for more wild camels to take. Maybe he had to go fill them up with water. Oh, that's true. Because they got those humps full of water. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In any event, uh, they decide to start walking. he, He asked them to... Bring them to civilization, I think, the night prior. That was an interesting term. So they're just, again, walking through the fucking desert, you know? And eventually, now it's probably been a number of days. Yeah. I don't think the camel guy gave them food or water that we saw. So they're probably in pretty bad shape. You would think. They don't look, they don't, uh, I guess they're, they look a little rougher. A little bit. Slightly dirty. Except they look back and they see that there's a guy now walking over the dune with a gun. Oh, yeah. Just walking. She's like, what do you make of that? He goes, oh, boy. <laughs> you go over there. Who the fuck is this guy? Oh, he works one for- of the guys. Yeah. So they get into a fight because Brandon manages to bury himself completely in sand. And the guy's following their tracks. And then Brandon pops out of the sand 
and trips them. Man, I missed this. You know what I was doing? Do I want to know? <laughs> I was folding clothes. Oh, I mean. I was watching this movie and folding a lot of clothes. Yeah. So, he, yeah, he buries himself in sand. And they manage to make it look like the sand is completely untouched. Uh-huh. Except for their footprints. He bursts out and he trips the guy and then they start fighting. At one point, he does the drop kick that's um, on the IMDb photo reel. And she all of a sudden jumps on the guy's back. What are you doing? I'm helping you. He's like, what? Trick? And (laughs) he hip tosses her. I think Brandon does some more martial arts. Subdues the guy. Who are you working for? Yeah, they make him talk. KGB. And then I think he breaks his neck. I was going to say Zelensky. That's not not from this. The Ukraine war. Yeah, no, it's just vaguely. But, But there's also another guy. Who comes riding up on a horse? Same situation, he's shooting right? At them. Yeah. And Brandon's like, "Get the horse!" And the horse runs away. Yeah. Where's the horse? It got away. That was first. And now she comes up like, "Oh, hey, I found the horse." <laughs> oh, cool. And they get on the horse, and um, she's riding in his crotch, and they're horsing to a city. Do you think you would get that horse if the horse got away? Depends. Seems like the horse would go far. I don't know if you want to be riding a horse in the desert. That's why they have camels. Oh, yeah, that's true. That, that horse could so die. it might have just been like, I don't know what to do with this sand. <laughs> Guy's not riding me. I'm just going to stand here. Uh, uh, uh. You know, and she's oh, I'll take you. Yeah, fine. Do with me as you please. You know, horses died. They, they, they were domestic. Horses died? <laughs> they were known to have originated a breed of them in the United States. But they died off uh, 14,000 years before the Europeans then brought over horses. Really? And the horses that we have now are descendants of European horses. What happened to our horses? Like I said, about 14,000 years. But why did they die? Just natural extinction. All of them? Yeah. So all of the horses that like Native Americans that we are known to see them riding, yeah, I believe are of Spanish descent. Sure. I get that. That's weird that they all died off. You know, they also say before Columbus arrived, some of the Native American cities rivaled the population of Paris at the time. Bro, but I then there have... was a, a Spanish flu or of some sort, some sort of a, a pandemic that swept through. And yeah, we off. wiped out all of them. I've no, heard... no, 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 not us. It was a natural occurrence that wiped out a large majority so once the european settlers got here there was only like 10 percent of the population that would have normally have been here no i have i have heard yeah about the amazing intricacy of the native american cities Women trade networks and yeah well i don't think with what a every group but yeah, yeah i mean there's tons of different <laughs> how did that work squads yeah yeah I, yeah i think it was we we downplay that mm-hmm. like nobody talks about that mm-hmm. hmm. they're just like oh they were savages right it's like I mean, fuck that they had intricate trade networks what the fuck yeah, all y'all it's like in every apocalypse movie once civilization falls yeah everybody's like a caveman rolling around with the bible we're all i am legend really you're going with the i've never seen that movie he kills a cat with a crossbow and eats it but the cat has no hair he's blind the whole time Shh. <laughs> <laughs> I I told my yes. friend I couldn't believe the twist of the movie, mm-hmm. and I told my friend Brent who liked that movie, and he's like, "What? No!" And he couldn't fucking believe it. I was like, "Yeah." When I was watching it, I was like, "Did he go blind? When did he go blind? Because he's clearly not all that blind in the movie, unless he's Daredevil, right? Echo location. Mm-hmm. So shit. Where are we? 
somehow, the horse. She's the, got the horse. Somehow the South Americans end up in a prisoner work camp. Oh, yeah. The, the mines. The they're mines. at the mines, and they're going to kill them. Maybe for fucking up. Yeah, definitely but for fucking up. Who are they reporting up. to? I don't know. Good question. And Brandon and Alyssa are now in a city. They're in a hotel. Apparently, you can just... I want a room. We're getting married, and they just give it to them, because I'm pretty sure they don't have money. Yeah. Or identification. And they're like, oh, hey, how much for a suit to press? We want our clothes. We want a new clothes, a dress and a we suit. We want a new clothes. <laughs> One new a clothes, please. <laughs> how long is that going to take? Three hours? Looks at her. Could you make that five hours? I like that moment. Because they have sex. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. We do need two hours for mm-hmm. this. And he wakes up. She wakes up. He's still asleep. Mm-hmm. He... Must have been using his big wiener that night. Or tiny. For a longer period of time, maybe. That's why maybe he's tuckered. He took off. Or are you thinking he, he kept the big one on and didn't? And just was, it was just too much for him to handle. Okay. And a car pulls up and it's the guys, the, mm-hmm. the main bad guy. She's awake. She sees it. What does she do? I'm going to handle business here. She runs outside and steals their car, but lets them know beforehand. I thought she was totally fucking him over and I was quite shocked. I thought she killed them. I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand. Is she with him? No. No. Right? I think she got caught, but it's stupid because she seems quite competent. Yeah, but she also her? doesn't have a gun, right? It's like No Country for Old Men when they kill Josh Brolin off yeah. camera. It's like, wait, I'm trying to catch up. What's happening? Well, all the time you spend trying to get back what's been took from you, more is going out the door. After a while, you just have to try to get a tourniquet on it. There's a huge chase. They're chasing her, chasing her, and they steal a guy's car. They pull him out of the car, poor guy. And all of a sudden, it cuts to Brandon in the room now, awake, uh, unsure of what the hell she's doing. He found a note she's a, beforehand, so he went back to bed, not alarmed, although you think he would be, even if she's just going shopping. Still, people are after you. So he's you know pacing back and forth, and she calls. Hey, dear, what's up? Where you at, girl? You know? Oh, uh, I was, I had to kill those guys that came by, by the way. And now meet me at this other place. I'm, I'm not being held captive. All right. I love you. So I failed to mention when she went to steal that car, even though they had the new clothing, she put on her original clothing. That rockin' dress? The rockin' dress. Keep them titties popping. And even though he is now able to prepare, he puts on the same clothes. Yeah. You know, well, what are you gonna do with this new clothes? I want to see a new outfit. Another weird thing is right before they hang up, he goes, oh, and she goes, yeah, I know. I love you too. Is that supposed to tip him off that she's been kidnapped? Or is that- I think they're just in love now. Really? I mean, that's how James Bond works. I think, I think, yeah. Either he has sex with or forces his way into a woman, and then they're in love now. Yeah. Or cured from being lesbians. Once the fluid mixes, Mm -hmm. it triggers the love reaction in both of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He never knew love could be this good. Right. Except for, you know, now he spent a couple hours with a lady. So he goes to meet to wherever, and he was it's a virgin. A trap, I think. They're at the mines. Somehow there's fighting, and the South Americans hit a guy with a shovel, and now they got a gun. Uh huh. And they're doing fighting, and Ernest Borgnine is there, not doing any lasering. It's quite horrifying, actually. I remember the executions where they just start shooting the the miners. The, the people that, the, the evil guys are like, oh, all these mines, they're shutting down the mines. So yeah. the people that are mining the diamonds, they come out and they just unload clips on them. Oh, do they? I miss yeah, that. It's disturbing. And yeah, they're just fighting, I guess. Now, there's a bunch of shooting. Brandon Lee goes to Ernest. Hey, Jack, 
I'm going to get you out of here. And then he sees the two knuckleheads. He's like, I'm going to kill them. Wait. Oh. He's like, it's okay. They're with me. We find now. They're friends. Amigo. Amigos. Uh, my wife over yeah. here. And the, the main guy, bad guy, sort of about to rape Alyssa. Hey, question. Yeah. The other guy that looks like William Sadler. Yeah, the main bad guy. In the copy that I saw, they are battling, and clearly that guy gets impaled on something. They cut that scene, and it's just, uh, you see them falling, and then you see Brandon Lee, like, look up and some blood drips on him. Did you see him get impaled? Upon further review, there is an awkward cut where we should have seen an impalement. It's like they couldn't afford that scene? Like, they never shot it? What a ripoff. Could have been cut due to its graphic nature. But it's R! There's not a lot of blood in this movie. That's very true. A lot of death. Trying to make that international money. And some swearing, I think. Boy. So, any, shit. Was there any racist words? There very well might have been. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding the bottom of your heart. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I don't know. Christ. So this, this, this movie, is the big battle. Wait, so the, the bad guy. Yeah, he gets killed a couple of times. Three times. <laughs> three times he gets killed. I, I think the he gets first shot, time he like, gets shot. Three times and he, falls uh, his into body the, falls into a pit. And that guy really fucking does a tumble on some rocks. He really slips through that hole, too. Yeah, he does. Holy shit. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, they got him. Oh, he's dead now. Nope. No, he's not. So they. Now he's loose in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So somehow Brandon's got the diamond. Yeah. Because he shot the guy. Yeah. And now he's with Ernest and the South Americans. And I think Alyssa, he goes to get her and he's like, Ernest, it's your daughter. And uh, he goes, it's not my Liebschein. And then. She's like, got me. Then we see that somewhere around there, we see the guy crawl out. He wasn't shot. He's got a bulletproof vest on. He takes it off. Uh, But there's a bomb that was planted. What? Oh, so he only dies twice? What? I didn't understand the bomb system. I think it was to shut down the mines, but I don't know why you would blow up the mines. Well, the timer was like 29.99, and it's counting down. I'm like, this timer is based on a 99-second clock? (laughs) Why does it start at 99, and then it hits one, and it blows up, and the guy blows up? Oh, no. He does three times. He comes back again after he gets blown up. He gets blown up. (laughs) He's about to shoot him. Yeah. Oh, crap. And then the helicopter descends, and it's the CIA guys. And Ernest Borgnine's real daughter. Yeah. For some reason. Liebschein. Yeah, I'm a Swedish call girl, she looks like. Yeah, she's not good at this. She's huge. Like a lumberjack. Yeah. I'm a Liebschein. And she's like, yes, dad. Then he appears again, now super burned. And... That fire looked close to him when it went off. Yeah, it did. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, they were, they probably had no permits. They were like, hey, South Africa, here's a million dollars. Hey, do whatever you want. Like, fucking Apocalypse Now in Manila. Man, we could probably ask this lady. I bet you hot lady would Steve remember. Steve so- Oh. Netta? Yeah. No, I'm talking about. Alyssa? Is she alive? I assume so. Yeah. And I guess somebody shoots him or stabs him or something after he's all burned up. They kill him another time. Yeah, who kills him? Is it not the, is it the South Americans? The girl, maybe? It has to be Brandon, Brandon Lee. He's the hero. Maybe he kicks his head off or something. No, he, he, I think they, they shoot the fuck out of him. That's when the uh, the daughter just keeps Oh, no, you know what happens? Because they're in the Jeep, and they, they ram into him. Oh. And they plow through a brick wall, put his ass through the wall. Everybody's in the Jeep. Yeah. And they're having a 
a gay old time. The daughter's just like, this is fun. And witness and accomplice to murder. And then all of a sudden, the South Americans steal the helicopter that the CIA came in. Oh, yeah. And it's a good laugh, right? Because Brandon got shot. And then the CIA's like, I'm sure you can find your own way home, right? Yeah, we'll take this. What the hell? These uh, South Americans are stealing her, and they, but they're like flying it super low. Yeah, they aren't doing good. They aren't. And they go, well, I guess they'll have to find a ride home. Ha <laughs> ha. And it freeze frames. Ha <laughs> ha. And laser mission. <laughs> you, you hate the music? It was like, here's what we want, but here's what we can spend. <laughs> Dude, I really like the music. It was fine. It's it just, sounds like South Park joke music from the 80s. I think they just, the levels were too low at some times. Oh, okay. And they didn't use it when they should have. A lot of that traversal shit. There's no music. I felt like they they fired it up the first time when Brandon was like showing up on the boardwalk area where he meets Ernest Borgnine. Yeah, and I was like, oh, for real, we're doing this. <laughs> All right, I'm the in, chase man. Music. Yeah, this I mean, is fucking 1987. Let's do this shit. It's fine. It's just you know you could see the budget. Yeah. You could hear the budget. And that was Laser Mission. Laser Mission. I had never heard of this. Oh, really? Never. I had definitely seen... Well, I think when I initially liked Brandon Lee when I was little, and it was like, oh, let's see his movies, which was basically rapid fire and show down a little Tokyo yep. while I waited for The Crow to come out. Yep. I never wanted to see Laser Mission. This, the oh, the okay. cover of it when I was little looked really stupid. I think it was him, maybe with Tia Carrera to his back and like laser lines. Well, no, around. she's not in there. Oh, no. That wouldn't be her. No. Fucking... Debbie who? Monaghan. Or something. Yeah, I suppose him. This, yeah, I thought there was laser lines. No, she is next to him, and there. I think he's in a full tuxedo. Yes, she's in the blue dress. It really, and maybe there's like a little explosion and a bad guy's face and stuff. Man, it you really, have to say that to me way too often. No, that person's not in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it really paints a. Uh, why is there root beer sitting there? Because uh, I didn't think you were going to bring the Red Bulls, and then I have a bottle oh. of whiskey over there, so I was going to so have root gotta, beer and whiskey. Oh, I was going to say, so you got a decaffeinated drink? Does Mug. Yeah. Does mug caffeinate? No, no. No caffeine. No caffeine. Well, I wanted this to be awake, but I also wanted to have some whiskey because it was really hard raising oh, those see. kids today. And so they, yeah, they really make it look like a James Bond movie. More than this, this is garbage. Yeah, and my DVD copy doesn't look I don't even think that's a picture of him from this movie. This looks like him from Legacy of Rage. Maybe. More than Laser He Mission. should be doing this. He's not doing this in Laser Mission. Is he doing this? Maybe he's doing that. I don't think so. This is from Longhorn Productions. <laughs> this movie, that maybe that's one of the many production companies that stole this movie. 1995. This movie rockets along pretty good. It's silly. It gets a little repetitive when they're just hanging out in the desert. Yeah, I hate to say that an 83-minute movie could have been cut a little bit. Yeah. But if you'd have got this down to about 75. Get cut some of that desert shit out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really, we don't even need to see the camel guy. No, of course not. What about the the William Sadler knockoff? He's the guy with the heads in the jars, right? Where he implies he's oh, going to take yeah. Brandon Lee's head and put he it in the like jar. He has like a movie memorabilia room full of fake heads. Yeah. No, I think they're real heads. <laughs> they're they're yeah. supposed to be real, but they are. But they look fake as hell. Boy. But they creep me out. I was actually a little bit skeeved. I was. It gave me the creeps a little Well, he bit. was going to... It reminded me of, of like Nagin. Yeah, from, from Walking the, Dead. The scene where he's got them jars yeah. full of heads. Zombie heads, but they're alive? Because they're zombies, maybe? Is that him? Oh no, the That's, mayor. Yeah, the mayor. The governor. Yeah, it was gonna be. He was gonna put his daughter's head in there. And oh, Borgnine. Yeah. That's yeah. There was a moment where she's like, "We got to get to the professor," and he goes, "You mean your father?" Uh, yeah, my dad. Yeah, I remember. And he that. just lets that slide. And then at the end of the movie, he goes, "Wait, you're not his daughter." 
I'm like, dude, you. We never revealed the secret here that she's the backup plan to Brandon. She's Lee. American CIA something yeah. that yeah was sent in. Is she, I think the the CIA the, basically had him tap her. T I T S is her squad. T I T. Oh no, tits. <laughs> <laughs> did I sell that to you really oh, well? I look serious. You did. Yeah, oh, that was a good job. Jason. I would not have <laughs> questioned it to tell you the truth with this one. That head thing, though, I legitimately considered watching the last hour of this with Jack. Yeah, I was like, whatever. It seems like it's going to be silly. That head shit gave me the heebie-jeebies. That would have fucked him up. It, He's seven. It felt like something out of that James Bond movie. Where he infiltrates the Bronx? Forever is... What? The and Bronx? There's like a black guy Is who, this Jason Takes Manhattan? No, it's James Bond. It might as well be because the guy dies at the end by being overinflated. Oh, Yafet Koda? Yafet Koda, yes. Kato? Koda. Koda? Koti? Koto. It's K-O-T-T-O. Koto. Frodo? That's that's the Bronx? That's all... Is he like a bad... He's a bad drug dealer? Well, I don't know because James Bond rolls in like he's a pimp dealer or something I, really I, bond goes undercover he does wow is this movie wildly offensive super super offensive. <laughs> it sounds pretty bad dude <laughs> yeah it's it's not great and they film Ugh. in like bombed out buildings that were like literally like lit on fire by the tenement owners to get insurance and oh wow it's what's uh what do you give laser mission As do you have anything movie, else you want to say about laser mission no nah, i mean i probably do but at this point, you know. It was a hoot. It, it's good. So far, this is peak Brandon Lee. Yeah. This is the best we've seen him. I liked Legacy of Rage mm-hmm. a ton. This is the best use of him so far. I'm like, oh, this guy yeah. can do anything. Legacy of Rage, he's he's playing that character within the Hong Kong mold. Here, uh, somebody, God, how does it happen? Somebody sees him, and they're like, never mind the fact that he's Bruce Lee's kid. This guy can light it up. He's the original Dwayne The Rock Johnson that just by sheer charisma alone and the fact that he happens to also be like physically capable. Boy, if not for that fucking movie that killed him. Yeah, this is like easily the the saddest I've been mm-hmm. thinking about Brandon Lee is watching this movie and being like, fuck, this dude's kind of got it all, man. I mean, this movie's stupid, but yeah. like it's clear that he, he his commitment to the slapstick dumb shit. Yes. It's not fake. Like you watch a lot of these movies and it's you can almost like they have dead eyes, right? They're well, like just doing what they're supposed to do. He's like, "No, I'm that guy now." He's also got a very strong-jawed Californian pronunciation. Here we go. That's like crystal clear. You know, you look at like a Jean-Claude and God bless him. But when you put him in the bayou, it just all falls apart. Is that the movie where he's got the long hair? Which one is that? Um, is that Hard Target? Hard Target, yeah, which was directed by John Woo. You know... I don't remember that very well. Even Sudden Death. Is he doing... He's doing like a Cajun accent? He's supposed no. to be in the bayou? Oh, well, because, no. well, you know, you can get away with French in the bayou. Okay. Creole. Uh, he's just doing Jean-Claude. Yeah. You know, but... When you when he's not doing splits in the kitchen, he works really well in JCVD, only because of the career he had up to that point, mm-hmm. but also because he's good at the role that's being asked of him. But there's no way he could have transitioned out of action. Yeah, no, and I Brandon Lee, the world is oyster, right? Into anything other than French films. Mm-hmm. 
Same thing with Dolph. You know, you get to that point where you're just like, Arnold somehow can carry a movie, and all we got to do is just say, he's CIA, but he was raised in Germany. Yeah. And I believe it. Sure. Right? But Brandon, man. Sounds like a true lie, right? <laughs> yeah, collateral damage. Uh-huh. Or something. Yeah. But, but this guy, he can do the martial arts, and he's got the body, but you could see a transition at some point. Yeah. And then as he got older, man, you get a guy like Tarantino, get his hands on him. Pew. Yeah. What a bummer. What is your score for laser mission? For laser mission, I'm going to just go with a five. Interesting. I mean, I en- I enjoyed a lot of it, but it was kind of boring also. Yeah, I guess I tuned out a little bit folding clothes. T- unfortunately, towards the back end for me. I'm going to give the movie a six. Okay. It's not quite a seven, but... For what it is, I mean, not a six based on the world and all, mm-hmm. every movie. For a surprise 80s action movie yeah, that fucking did it just fine and was pretty good a lot of the time, man. The the, the violence and the silliness <laughs> and the charisma. Yeah. Six all the way for me. For Brandon, you know, I'd give him, a, especially considering the material, <laughs> I'll, I'll give him a solid eight. Really? Holy yeah. shit. I mean, I, I would give him a seven because I was really impressed by his commitment. I thought mm. he was just fucking awesome in this stupid ass movie. It's very, yes, unfortunate. Some of the things he says and does, but man, that phew, that body. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, laser, laser mission. mission. Y'all, did you guys watch it too? I hope so. Y'all, I'll, I'll never say watch y'all. It again, Not probably, guys, y'all. But... No, I wouldn't watch a laser mission again. Jack really wants to watch it. He saw that DVD. Hmm. When can I watch laser mission? His yeah. question is always, when can I watch it? It's like, man, honestly, when you're like you're 12 or 13, this. yeah, 12 or 13, I'm like, fuck you. You can watch whatever you want, man. Yeah. It's like even Jason movies. Yeah, dude, you can fucking watch those piece of shits. That's fine. I mean, I was watching him when I was seven. I know, but he's so scared of everything, you know, but now I'm not afraid of anything that isn't real. Yeah. So yeah we on instagram we sure are facebook yep we doing filmographies reddit you can hit us up on the reddit you can hit us up on the gmail we doing filmographies at gmail.com you sending me a fucking email please do i think we got a hotline we sure do it's at 763-634-1897 one of those nice older people on facebook that i tricked into listening (laughs) to the ray Liotta episodes yeah i hope you liked them i'm sorry for our language i've been cutting down on my profanity i i've been sliding in i should just be wearing a cardigan i've been sliding into my old man groove I don't know, man. Is my voice a little fucked up still? Yeah, a little bit. It's It's fine, though. I don't know. I kind of feel like I'm just going to be me. You do you. Yeah. I've got to be me. I'm not, like, trying to do anything. I'm not, like, actively doing it. I just feel like I'm over it. Yeah. You know, swearing so last year. Yeah. But did you call the hotline? Yeah. All right. We'll be back next week. What comes after this thing? Is it, no, Crime Killers before this. So, hey, we'll just show down a little Tokyo. Show down a little Tokyo. We don't really know. Let's do both. Next week's the Crime Killer. Zeus the Crime Killer. Next week is show down a little Tokyo. (laughs) Hasta luego. Yeah. Is that, what does that mean? Is that Scientology? Peace be with you. And also with you. Good night.